welcome one and all once again to Do Wilton for the week of November second, twenty fifteen. It's I can't believe the year is coming to an end already, but there we go. Um so yeah, like we mentioned last week with our horror special, this is this was going to be a big week. Uh we had the Sony Paris game show. Nintendo had their financial meetings and announced somewhat their first mobile I don't know if you want to call it a game. I would app <laughs> their app. <laughs> And, yeah, I mean, I, 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 those are the two big things, stories. There were other things that sprinkled throughout. But, before we get there, we also had some big games, which you noted were coming out this week. And I don't think any was bigger than WWE 2K16. I mean, game of the century, anyone? I, I, uh, I can't believe some, some reviews I've been seeing for this game. Are the reviews good? They are... I'm not calling out anyone, so you have to look for yourself. Okay, I I, I will say this much as someone who's followed um, wrestling games since uh, Attitude on the N64 and PlayStation. When when was the release of WWF Warzone? That was 1998, I believe. No, 97, I think. Okay, that's that's probably since... The time I've been playing wrestling games. Oh, I've been playing wrestling games. Like I've played wrestling games since the NES, but I started following them. Like those were like one of the first few games I started to follow on. Like that's how I found sites like IGN and stuff. Oh, I probably I played probably like uh, what was this weird arcade thing? It was WrestleMania something, I think. That's weird arcade game or WrestleFest? No, the the weird one which looked like Mortal Kombat. Oh, WrestleMania arcade game. Yeah. Yeah, they said, for example, and stuff like that. But the first one I bought for myself, and and basically from then on bought wrestling games on a regular basis. Was starting with Warzone. I picked a real winner to start with. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in hindsight, I like I said that was one of the big games I followed, and I think it was it was it's one of those things where sometimes you got to be careful what you wish for, because at the time, and I know people don't care, but whatever. At the time, it was a big evolution for wrestling games. You had actual theme music that sounded like their theme music, and not like the, the MIDI covers. You had actual entrances where they would walk down the ramp. Yeah, um, but the thing was. I even got the N64 version of Warzone. So you didn't even have the part where the wrestlers actually spoke? Yep. <laughs> all the Titantron stuff, or all the other stuff that's actually kind of cool for that game at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I own most uh, N64 wrestling games, and that's also when I start playing them, stopped playing them, and didn't really <laughs> look back. I really like those games in multiplayer, but... That's about it. Uh, and, and I mean, okay, we'll save this for another time. We sure, have, sure. We've got plenty of new stuff to talk about. But yeah, I will just say this much. I, I, the, the long and short of it was that I have realized over years that there are people who just kind of give these games a pass because they're the OE option. So it's like you're going to have to enjoy it anyhow. And yep. I've... Cause or or I, the thing I've seen compared... To, I mean, last year's game was... Total garbage. Uh, and um, I've seen people rationalize, this year is way better, it has way more content. Yeah, I was well, going... Well, that doesn't 
Make it make good, it game. good game. Sell me. No. Yeah, I was going. I was going to say, and I know you didn't want to call anybody out. I know IGN used to be infamous for this, where every year they start the previews with, "On that gas, this game's a major improvement." And it's like you said, the last game was good, and nobody believed you then. So after a while, because you you see it on you'll see it on Gaff too, where people are like, "Okay, you know, previews are really positive about this," and I'm like, "Previews are always positive about this," yeah. because honestly speaking, and you'll hear it if you listen to. Again, you know, giant bomb. IG. The people who cover wrestling games are wrestling fans, <laughs> and as long as it's a passable experience, like none of these games are broken beyond belief. They're just really not that great at capturing the sport anymore. I did see in, in most of the videos posted that the customization is pretty good this year. That uh, they yeah, don't give but, them. But the customization has always that it was two years ago. <laughs> the customization mm-hmm. has never been the problem with the game, because the, the SmackDown games have always been pretty good at that. The problem is usually the fact that the engine sucks. Yep. And you instead... Funny animation bugs. Yeah. It's like that already again. Animation Alicia bugs and everything like that, yeah. And the character modules are terrible. Like, oh, some have... look good, but some okay. are absolutely atrocious. Depending on how much Maybe of a star they are and how much attention they got. Yeah. And Maybe I... I are like... Horrible, horrible nightmares. Well, you can tell that Divas get the least amount of priority. Anyhow, we're moving on because none of us have actually played this game. So, nope, nope. I, um, I, I, I may pick it up in the we, future. We will, we will talk later. <laughs> yeah, I, we, I may pick it up in the future because I haven't played one since I think WWE. This has, this has uh, you know, Black Friday deal written all over it. Oh, buy two get one free, maybe, but. I did pick up the other end of my I might wait for it game, which is I picked up Halo 5 Guardians this week. Uh, partially because, and I think I've said this on the show before, one of the reasons I pay Halo so much is that um, like two of my best friends are huge into it, and it's really one of the few games you can play together that we have some interest in. So, I mean, I, I'm a gamer. I play a ton of games anyhow, so I might as well pick up one that they're going to enjoy. Um, granted, this was... Like, me and my friend uh, broke this in last night, and we were talking about it. We've been playing this game together for 11 years now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but one of the differences between being 19 and being 30 is you don't have as much time. As you so would like, this, yeah. Yeah, I picked this game up on Wednesday. <laughs> I hadn't had time to play it until like, Saturday. Like, we played it after midnight um, here because I was up and drunk. And I'm like, yeah, sure, I, I want to play a video game. <laughs> Um, so my impressions may not be the best ones right now, but, okay, right off the bat, I'm going to go with, I haven't been following this game, so, and I've only played the multiplayer so far. I have no idea what, I don't know if this is a new thing with video games and these stupid card systems, but I do not act like the quick. <laughs> 2015 is the year of the cards, like, all these shooters have them now. Yeah, I remember Titanfall had them, like the burn cards and stuff like yeah. that. And I thought it was an okay concept for Titanfall. But now Halo has it, and it's like, I'm just like, oh, so everything that you used to kind of unlock throughout play, oh, most of the stuff they'd give you is just kind of locked behind these random cards. Like, you get them for leveling up, but you also can buy them, and there's various levels of packs. I'm like, okay, so this is kind of like that, it's, it's the microtransition model that a lot of mobile games use, where it's like, yeah, you can buy, it. you can get stuff for cheap, but the really good stuff you you're going to have to yeah. grind for, or it's going to cost you like ten bucks. Had you had the opportunity to play Warzone, that new mode? Uh, no. The only thing because I because I heard in that mode the cards really come into play, and if you have a team who has a lot of good cards, you get basically overrun by them. 
That doesn't sound fun at all. That sounds yeah. really unbalanced. Um, yeah, it, and, 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 and it's something that they've been doing more and more. It kind of started with Reach with the loadouts and for where it just kind of like the, the big thing with Halo Multiplayer was always that it was kind of easy accessible. You drop in, everybody kind of starts on the same level and it was fun. Here it's like you have, you can start off with different starting weapons if you have the burn card for it or whatever they want to call it. And then there's a bunch of power weapons and what happens with the power weapons. Like there was always a thing with the power weapons in the game, but you kind of had an, you, you, you had to guess when it was going to, like you had an idea of when it would come back, but you didn't know exactly. We're here to like, oh, rocket launcher in 30 seconds. So what happens is a team will just go to a rocket launcher spot and just camp it until they pick it up. Or you'll wait until like 10 seconds and kill everybody up there and grab it. So instead of creating kind of an organic gameplay, it just kind of creates choke points at certain points of the game because everybody's just going to bum rush um, the, the one point for those big power weapons, especially being that there aren't a ton of counters to it on the map. Um, I also, I've also heard people had problems with the controls. Honestly speaking, the first thing I did was I changed it back to Halo 4 controls because those are the ones I most recently used, so I knew how they worked. Yeah, as long as it's changeable within the game, you know, it's that's not really a big deal for most folks then. Yeah, um, and I, I mean, off, off, off the back so far, I'm not necessarily enjoying... I, the multiplayer is still fun, it's still Halo at its core, but I think what they're focused on, and this was a focus on 4 as well, with an increased mobility, not just... Now you can sprint... I don't think endlessly, but you can sprint. But you can also climb up surfaces. I'm as pretty well. sure you have endless sprint. Okay, so it's it's changes like that where it's like I understand that they want to keep pace. Everybody wants faster shooters, but it's weird to kind of see. And I'm sure Daniel would be here champion this. It's kind of weird to see what used to be the marquee shooter brand trying to play catch up now. Yeah, and they have been for the past few multiplayers, you know. It's it's strange, you know. It is it isn't Halo what it was anymore, but I also think that's a little necessary to keep this series, you know, up to date and for uh, for this generation of machines if it was truly like multiplayer of Halo 2, it would be fine for those folks, but no, games need to evolve. It's so important. Well, I, well, I that, see, that's not my complaint. I don't. I, I agree with you. It needs to evolve. The problem is, is it isn't evolving in a manner where it's like, okay, I can see how this is a continuation of Halo. Yeah, they're but just chasing the other guys. Yeah, this is more like, oh, this is the Call of, Call of Dutyification of Halo, where it's like, okay, we're going to bring in more stuff that's popular in other games instead of saying, okay, this is what worked for Halo. How can we continue to build on that and make it unique and accessible? Yeah, that's probably a lot harder than we make it out to be, of course. Uh, it, it is. It's just, and, and you know, it's not even like I play a ton of Call of Duty to say, oh, this is Call of Duty, I don't need it. But you can kind of tell, you can see the influence of yeah. that type of shooter in this game. Um, yeah, it is, like I said, I haven't played Warzone, which you said is the new, I've played a lot of Arena, which is just kind of random um, game types. Uh, the one new one I played really was... Um, I forget what I forget what it's called, but it's kind of a. Well, I'm not gonna say it's kind of a gears of war, but it's one knife per round, and it's kind of a. It's a weird mixture of deathmatch and capture the flag, where it's 
You can either capture the flag to win the round, or if you eliminate the entire of the team, you win the round. Is that in those maps with all the like the weird shapes? Just not really yeah, like an outside takes, area. Just just like a, it a takes Tron, Tron level. Yeah, yeah. like a Tron yeah. level. Yeah. Yeah. And where you start at a running start animation with a jump sequence. Yeah. That so, seems really weird. It it does. It's but it's different. But it is really weird because again, it's a game that kind of. I mean, we'll see. Like I said, I only played a few games last night, so it might change. Because so far, you're right. You've nailed exactly what it was. It's that one map. So I'm hoping that there's multiple maps for it, or something like that. Because if it's just the one map and the one mode, that can get old really quickly. Yeah, the maps didn't seem particularly large as well. It's just like jump in. He said, "Oh, you see your flag, you pick it up, or you shoot the other team, and or you pick up the flag, shoot one guy, and walk ten meters, and then place the flag at the other side and win a round." Seems like yeah. a very quick pick up and play that thing. You know, not much to it in uh, so far. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I haven't touched the, the single player, which I hear a lot of people complain about because of the story, which has, of course, I, <laughs> I love the fact that, and I think this is an note. I love the fact that the review feedback has caused a feedback loop, where reviewers reviewed the game, people complained about the reviews, the reviews edit, editorialized the reviews that people were complaining about. Like, I think Polygon wrote an article, we don't pay hell for the story. Yeah, just stop. That's just them just clickbaiting. It's, uh, uh, I just don't even want to talk about that. It's like, uh, yeah, I, I didn't I read the article. I understand that people you know, have complaints about these reviews, but just pull them together, see what you like, and then if you're already into Halo, this is a pretty good Halo, especially compared to 4, and especially compared to how the Master Chief Collection turned out. So if you like the series, or if you've been abandoned for a few years from, or a few iterations past them, this, this one seems like the one to get back in, especially for this generation. Yeah, so... Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's... I mean... I, I will be honest, I don't pay hell for the story either, but that's not for you to tell somebody. <laughs> no. Especially being that it's weird, because the reviews came out on Monday. Most people hadn't played the game, and the editorial went up on Monday as well, offering that feedback. I'm just like, so you're kind of just being preemptive at this point, because people haven't... Like, people are going to complain. I'm At this point, we know people are complaining about AAA reviews. It is what it is. <laughs> but to kind of be like, okay, you're wrong for having this opinion, and here's why, before people got to actually play and experience the game, just seems like you are ready for a fight. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. But that's just, just what Polygon became. It's like, ready ready for fight, ready for clicks, you know, to, I don't see anything from them anymore that is, you know, not geared towards that, that engagement, that if that fighting engagement. Move on yeah, to Paris Games Week. Uh, yeah. I mean, before then, is there any game that you two have been playing? Uh, more Metal Gear, and that's about it. More interesting. Um, played some of the Drive Club bike right, thing, yeah. but um. There will be a review up in maybe by the time you hear this. <laughs> okay. 
Um, so I guess that's uh, that's a good transition then because Drive Club Bikes was one of the announcements that Sony made during the Paris Games Week conference, and it was one of those you can play it right now, well, right after this conference ends <laughs> type announcements. Yeah, unless your PSN download takes forever, which I assume is most people. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, I mean, I guess we'll go over it in a second, but what did you think of the uh, Paris Games show? Uh, fine, pretty oh, weaker than I actually expected, but also with a, some nice announcements of some nice tidbits and lots of updates on games. I, uh, I, I expected I've... some more indies to be there, but... Mostly, it was all said like, oh yeah, that developer, oh yeah, that's a European developer, oh yeah, that's where the announcement came out. It's like, oh, like, pretty logical, nothing, like, super major. I yeah, think I... it was just okay. Uh, yeah. Personally, I enjoyed last year's Gamescom conference way more because, yeah. while there might have been not as many big titles, there were a lot of new titles announced. Yeah, I and a lot was... of more indies than this time around. I feel like I feel like there was a weird expectation, and I was one of those people because they it was it's like a first time ever you kind of expect a big deal. They did it. They did it. With, you know, they didn't do Gamescom for that reason as well. So you're like, okay, this is where they're gonna make all those major announcements, and there really wasn't a ton of like, oh yeah, it's time to get excited announcements. Um, and I honestly. I understand they have enough content for it, but I really, really am getting tired of nearly two-hour conferences. Um, it, I mean, for me, it was different. I guess you folks go through this with E3. It was the middle of my work day, so like halfway through, I'm like, okay, I gotta go get food. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, especially being that the first hour wasn't that exciting for me, since it was kind of updates on games we've already known about. Yeah, yeah probably halfway through, they went like, okay, this is new stuff, or you know, updates on VR that we haven't seen before. So yeah, especially like starting out with, hey, look, we have Visa exclusive deals with these games, so let's put Visa up for half an hour. Yeah, it's and <laughs> I gotta say it's clever marketing. I went to Toys R Us on Friday, Thursday, and like they they still have like the Batman Arkham City display up, and it's like PlayStation exclusive, and because the logo for PlayStation exclusive content is pretty much the same thing as the PlayStation exclusive. So yeah, like those worked. new logo, logos were actually pretty helpful now. It's like now you really understand what is exclusive about this game. But it, it, it was funny because it, and and it works for a marketing standpoint because you go in the store and it says Batman Arkham Knight PlayStation exclusive. Like, oh, this is oh you're on PlayStation because it's the PlayStation display that's PlayStation exclusive. You don't think anything of it, so <laughs> it's clever marketing on their behalf. Um, that said, let's get into announcements. Um, I guess, well, not the big one, but the one I think a lot of people were disappointed by mm. was the announcement that No Man's Sky is now the... Well, was, is they the right word? Did it have no, an they, really, they gave a time frame once, but it was not very pinned down, at least now. Everybody just assumed that it was quicker than the time frame that they have given now, which is June 2016, by the way. But... Everybody expected it to be sooner, especially if you show, go and show it off on TV for the Colbert, Colbert show, and then they, at least people expect something like, oh, maybe sooner, because otherwise, why go on there and show it off, you know? Yeah, and I sure, think it's it was free awesome. advertisement, but free advertise for something that people forget in, in eight months. Yeah, I also think there was 
a rumor on like VG. Yeah, that's, like, that's it's no basis to... at all. But that that's and that's the thing with rumors, and I think there are certain rumors that people question everything about. And I'm 110% with people there. Like, you should question every rumor, even if you want to. But there are rumors people want to believe, so they don't question it because it's like, this makes sense. And yeah. people want No Man's Sky. People expected No Man's Sky before the end of 20... But they create Quantum Games game announcements. You know, there was rumors for a very long time with all kinds of things, and now with Paragas. This was like an expected thing. It's like a rumor. It's like, okay, yeah, you, this is something I can believe. But the No Man's Sky, especially the releasing it right now rumor, was ridiculous. Yeah, I feel like it's, it's an indie game, but I feel like that's the type of game that's been so hyped up and so key it's to coming selling. to retail as well, as, part, yeah, as far so as I know. So, yeah, so that's, so that's the type of game you give a marketing push to, not the yeah. type of game you say, like, oh, it's out now, <laughs> and expect people to buy it. Like, Drive Club. Best, Best Buy can't have that game in two days, it's like without anyone noticing it already yeah. in, the, in the registry and stuff like that. It's like, that's impossible anymore. I mean, you could have done a soft launch on digital and then release it um, retail, yeah. but that, that, yeah. But yes, that was the one that people were disappointed by. Um, we did get word that the Uncharted 4 multiplayer beta is coming this winter. Yeah, this winter. So the, the date has now been attached to that. It's December, December 5th, 4th. 4th. Yeah. And the game releases in... Did they give a date for this? They already had a date. The uh, w- w- last time they pushed it and it was March 18th. Okay, I, something was dated for February, wasn't it? Oh, Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. Street Fighter Five was given a release date. Uh, um, a quick note on on the No Man's Sky thing. Did anyone see the June 2016 far out thing? Is that coming? Did they expect it sooner? What, did, what do you guys think? I didn't. I did not expect it to be close, just because of the tweets Sean Murray has been sending out before Paris Games Week, which so, made made it sound like. Yeah, we're working our best. We only have one shot at this, and I already knew it. Yeah, this is not coming out anytime soon. Is it an indication that that VR support is coming? Because Sony didn't announce any date for VR, but I don't. This, well, no, because the second I half for 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 launch of VR seems very possible. They said so so much, and with a June release for No Man's Sky, would support for that be something that you would be interested in? Uh, I'm not interested in VR in general, so okay. <laughs> that's not changing my opinion much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, I mean, we, we're going to start seeing VR s- stuff at the start of next year, and I think, I think that this won't be first year. I mean, I guess PlayStation experience will depend. But I do think it will will have the final big push for E3 next year. And I think it's like an, it's like their Q4 thing. Because like, right now, their Q4, which I know is weird to think about a year away, doesn't have many games announced for it. Because a lot of the stuff they have on the docket is Q1, Q2 of next year. We're talking Sony specifically right now? Yeah. Yeah. I think they actually have pretty stacked, you know. I think they want to try to release Last Guardian Q4 next year and Zero Dawn and Q4 next year. Those are two pretty big titles, I think. Yeah, we'll see how that goes, though. I am not holding my breath for a Last Guardian release date until the Last Guardian has a release date in stores. Sure. Um, uh, speaking of, we saw more of Horizon, which looks really good. 
Yeah, there was the extended E3 demo that the press got behind closed doors. Um, what else did it? Looks really good. Yeah, we saw. Oh, uh, we saw the announcement of a new Gran Turismo, Gran Turismo Sport. Yeah, yeah. looks which pretty good. Lots of information, but not really shown what the game is like still. <laughs> Lots of information. I was about to say that was one of the worst announcements you could do. Yeah. They didn't talk about anything that really concerns the game, except, yeah, we have a multiplayer. You can drive for your country or for a manufacturer. Now let's talk about how we have to deal with fear for 15 minutes that no one cares about. Yeah, except super diehard people who already love racing and go out to the Gran Turismo tour- real-life tournaments and stuff like that. Yeah, but I uh, think yeah. at, the, at that point, why keep it a secret? You know... The people who buy Gran Turismo are going to buy Gran Turismo, and I don't see how I've been... I don't, like, I Gran think Turismo is huge. It's oh, way no, and, more and, than the core. Way more than core. Racing I like Gran game. Turismo, and I still don't care about that announcement. I need to know information about the game. Gran Turismo 5 has been the biggest seller on the PS3, biggest first-party exclusive on the PS3. It's huge beyond like real core racing fans. I can tell you what this announcement needed to be. There needs to be a couple of questions answered. Um, why is this called Gran Turismo Sport? What, in what way is this different from a mainline Gran Turismo title? A- AKA and, a Gran Turismo 7, yeah. Uh, and, and why differentiate in the first place? Uh, I don't know. Stuff like that would be nice to have answered. No one did that, even afterwards. People have still no clue. And they have been super cryptic about what's actually in that game. Yeah, it all seems to push more like Gran Turismo as a quote-unquote service than more like a real release game with X amount of powers. I don't even think that's true. No, you don't think so? No. I don't think so. Not not with the little tidbits that we got. So, yeah, horrible announcement. That's not how you do it. But terrible communication when it comes to Gran Turismo is not a new thing. No, no, it isn't, no. Sadly, it isn't, no. Uh, We have an announcement of a new David Cage game, Detroit Become Human, which is the... Crap, what was the name of the demo? Kara? Kara, yeah. Yeah from E3 two years ago, which has become a full game. Um, I'm just going to say that because I saw both of your tweets and I don't necessarily think we need to revisit David Cage. Um, I did not realize how many people hate David Cage in his video games. Well, I they like to make fun of it. I could not care about the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like the fact that their games... D- do stuff different. It isn't like a f- generic first-person shooter, but it's not particularly well-written, or you don't do anything interesting, at least to my taste. But it looks great, again. It looks really good. But that's about well, it. <laughs> it's, that's not hard when you don't actually play the thing. Yeah, when it's more of an interactive movie, yeah. Did you, did, Errol, did you like um, Heavy Rain at all? 
No, not really. Not in particular. Okay. I mean, I don't dislike it. I understand. I understand. It's. I understand. It's novel factor. Mm-hmm. Um, I just. And I know it's a weird comparison to make. I think uh, Azeroth's Wrath did a much better job of trying to get across that type of game. Yeah, most people and, who have played that game will tell you that. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and you know, it's probably not for everybody. I do think anime is a better inspiration for video games to draw from than movies. Because you kind of get that over-the-top action. But they also have a decent way of telling stories. So, yeah, there's that. Mm -hmm. Um, We had an announcement of Matterfall, which was... Yeah, also, again, with a non-announcement to me. It's like, okay, this CG trailer, what looks like Vanquish, but made by British people, I... I can't really tell you anything about the game, because except for things are made with voxel technology and things fall apart and that's about it I have no clue what that game will be but trailer didn't tell me anything because it was pre-rendered I'm sure it will probably be fun because the housemark game usually are but that's true wait and see (laughs) do we know the perspective Martin do we know if it's 2D or fully 3D I thought it was 3D I mean, that's, I guess that's the thing with CG Troy is, is I thought it was a 3D game, but it could just be concept. Yeah. yeah. But Housemark so far has, has been making pretty great arcade games, so yeah. Yeah. Um, we had... I think this is the official announcement that Tekken 7 is coming to PlayStation 4. It's coming to consoles, that, that, yeah. That coming was such an announcement. Oh, wow, Tekken 7 is coming to consoles. No shit, guys. And no is, it shit. A, is it a prequel? Uh, maybe. That's the <laughs> way. Yeah. That's the way. Just, the game just covers some stuff, apparently. That okay. Yeah, because yeah, the way they made it seem. <laughs> Tekken um, lore is uh, the zombie. That's not I, really. You I, can't know. Yeah, they they showed the Troy egg beef. I'm like, I was I supposed to care about the story? Um, I like Tekken lore, but. It's a lot of people getting thrown into volcanoes and climbing up. (laughs) (laughs) And and of course, throwing a kid off of a mountain, apparently. (laughs) But it was a volcano. Oh, was it? Okay. Uh, (laughs) Um, You should see those second animated movies. Like, oh, you'll laugh yourself to death. Well, I was, I'm a fan of the Tekken Live action movie. The first one, not the second one. And yes, there's more than one of them. Um, The animated ones are far funnier. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll do that soon. <laughs> uh, and but the, the, I guess the other announcement was that it's going to have Morpheus support, so it has VR. PlayStation VR, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. Anybody excited for VR f- fighting games? I don't know how that will work. But I, mean, I, could, okay. I could see it work if there's like a first-person mode. We, yeah, okay. uh, Tekken <laughs> one or Tekken two have that. It kind of sucked. <laughs> well, okay. I, I was gonna, I was going to say to the, uh, like it could be novel to have first person mode, but how often are you actually gonna look around in a fighting game and not focus on the guy in front of you? Yeah, um, especially with sidestepping in, in 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 Tekken. So how is that gonna work in first person? Is you gonna if yeah. it even isn't isn't first person, or it will just be something lazy, and it will just be the game, and you have it in 3D on the VR headset. Uh, I guess yeah. that's option. 
Break. Uh, yeah, that sounds really boring. But yeah, it's one of those games. It's like VR support. Like you're like, oh, okay, that's weird. But then it's like, yeah, I don't want that. I don't care. Um, we did what? What is this exactly? Until Dawn, Rush of Blood. Is it a spin-off, a sequel, a side a story? A cash in, which what <laughs> I would call it. No, it's it's a it's a standalone Unreal title featuring the title Until Dawn because now apparently it's a recognized brand name that they want to use. <laughs> Just Two fun. months ago, Sony didn't know what to do with it, and now they're making spin-offs of it. So yeah, it seems really strange to attach that name uh, to basically a Unreal shooter which has a carnival setting from the few moments of gameplay we saw during the press conference. And it seems cool as a Unreal demo shooter, but I don't know why... Yeah, attaching the name because of marketing, but that game just gone out, has a little fan base, and already attaching it to things. It's like, no, it's not... No, I don't know why. I, I have a huge problem with a lot of VR games that they've shown off. And that problem is, why are so many of these games just Unreal stuff? That's absolutely uninteresting to me. That is not what the VR future was supposed to be. <laughs> well, I mean, it's an early future yet to come. Yeah, but still, that is so lame. I, I, we already know that thing VR is going to be expensive. That headset will probably cost 300 bucks or something like that. And you, you think you're getting a base with putting out lazy rail shooters, basically, again... Sorry, that's not going to work. Well, it's going to work for some, some people are going to buy it anyhow. Of course, uh, some people are always going to buy something anyhow. Some people <laughs> bought an HD DVD. <laughs> Doesn't mean yeah. shit is going to succeed. <laughs> oh no! But I'm saying is like they just need they they're going to get the early support. It's it's the long jump, long jump. And I think the and I said this before. My biggest concern with VR isn't. VR itself. I think VR is a decent tech and I think it will do well. It's VR and gaming I don't see taking off anytime soon. And you have, you ha- it's weird, you have all these big, you have Sony, you have Valve, but most of the third parties don't seem to be on board. They seem to be waiting. And yeah, I think they're that's... Definitely waiting, yeah. So even if it takes off, you're either going to get a bunch of half-ass ports where it's just kind of pushed in to existing games, or people are just going to sit on their asses until something becomes of it. And by then, it might be too late to continue the momentum. Yeah, and, Earl, we have to remember that the PlayStation has X amount of hardware. The the, 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 the kits, the, the PlayStation VR, ded- dedicates X amount of that hardware as well. Let's say half of the machine's hardware. And then the game has to run as well, twice. Because of it has to render in the machine, it has to render in the VR set. So games cannot be the next Call of Duty just for that platform. That's not really possible. So you always will get, at least on the console side, smaller smaller type games with graphics that are less than just dedicated games to those machines. And that's just something that a lot of people forget to oversee. Like You won't get that triple triple, even if it truly takes off. You can't get those kinds of graphics and those kind of types of gameplay. You get different kinds of graphics and different kinds of gameplay. And I hope that these games are a little bit more inspiring, like Martin said, than Unreal's. But we have to think about the fact that this machine can't handle that. 
it can handle different stuff. It would just not look as pretty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, it just has to be different type of games. I just don't think that we have to expect something like just throwing this out there, just something like a new Battlefront, like made for that type of uh, type of environment, because it can't handle can't handle twice surrendering. Just has to be different and has to look a little bit less, yeah, like Martin said. Yeah, well, we we shall see. I do think that, um, and again, we have PlayStation experience, like you were saying before. With a, if you think it's going to launch by mid next year, there isn't a, there isn't what I would consider a clear app. There isn't a title to get you excited about PlayStation VR yet. There's no pinnacle, no. No, this doesn't seem to be that one. Like, okay, this is the game, and it, it's not just a lack of effort, but it doesn't seem like even Sony's throwing behi- money behind that like one VR title. Like a lot of it is just like, oh, it's coming to this game, or this game supports it. There's very few like, okay, this is like a God of War esque VR title. Like, this is the we're spending a hundred million dollars to make this the VR title, and uh, 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 that's not just Sony. I I would say the same thing with Valve and HTC. There doesn't seem to be Oculus. A, yeah, there doesn't seem to be a a must have title among them yet, and everybody wants that to be a thing that takes off next year and I think I think there are people who think it won't take off and there are people who expect there are people who've been calling this the next big thing of game in fact the last three or four years and I think it's going to end somewhere in the middle and I think t- starting in the middle of a generation is going to hinder more than help it because we've seen time and time again Sony isn't necessarily keen on supporting the vices after, for long term no they yeah, really aren't we've seen you know the I the Move the Vita all that good stuff. They 3D. say they have longevity plans, but you know. They say that, but yeah, but of <laughs> course they say that before the thing's out. But yeah, okay. Um, so yeah, that's that. Was anything else from the PlayStation Paris Game Show? Oh, they had a Dreams demo. Yeah. Hey, Martin, I'm I curious. Can you can I you tell <laughs> me in in like two minutes what Dream is? I just want to say, I still don't know what that game is. I don't even Thank know you. if it is a game. Yeah, it looks like more of a creation kit than anything else. Like a, a giant creation kit where you play and create at the same time. Without, basically, they won't do any structures at all. Like a little it's bit planet had some structure. definitely one of those cases, the more I see of dreams, the less interested I am. <sighs> Shattered Dreams production. Yeah, um, g- g- Earl, do you understand what Dream is yet? No, no. And okay, I, I yeah. feel like it's one of those games that you probably don't need to understand. <laughs> and sometimes that works because it's I, a curiosity. I think that Sony would like us to understand that, so maybe we will buy it. You know? But I think, I think it's, you can, it's dependent on how intriguing it was. And I will say, I thought it was intriguing at E3. I don't necessarily know if the second show was as intriguing. But I do think there's a certain... T- there's a certain crop to like. I wonder what this game is. I need. To, I want to buy it to figure that out. And I think Dreams had that initially, but I do think the more you show it, the less it's like okay. It's like less about oh, I'm curious, and more like I have no idea what this game is, and it becomes confusing. And there's a very thin line between those two. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think that's it as far as major announcements go. 
Um, so yes, um, Mirror's Edge Cadiz has been the day to May 2016. Which is very good, because February is way too crowded, and this game needs to sell. Yes. Um, <laughs> Need for Speed? I didn't even know there was a new one this year. Oh yeah, there's a... Yeah, he thinks it's a major game, but... It's out next week. Oh. Yeah, and it's it's out in, in EA Access. Is this the one that has the cover that makes it look like a bad Fast and Furious spinoff? Yes. Yes. It also has lots of F&B cutscenes cut with fist bumps in it. We still do F&Bs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, they haven't done it for a few games, but now they're back with it. But I mean, in general, I thought most people just kind of moved over to full CG or in-game engine. I, I have no problem with FMV. I enjoy me some bad FMV. <laughs> yes, it's, but we should have been getting bad FMVs in 2015. Well, there's a difference between just being bad and I'm purposely bad, which makes it great again. And that's a fine line, but there is a no, line. No, no, it, it doesn't. It, 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 it can't be on purpose bad, because then it's just bad. It, it has to be genuine, but then it's so genuinely bad that it's then great again. Yeah, that's what I meant, yeah. Uh, from from the few cutscenes that I've seen, they, they look pretty what Martin said. Like, like they tried, and with that they made it that, which seems pretty great. But the oh. gameplay so far has not been very well received at all. Like, lots of yeah. missing features from previous Need for Speed games. I see... Like, I see especially lots of people questioning the idea of having this being a game that has to be always online. I've seen that lots well, of people yeah. saying, like, I have no idea why this is always online. So that's also probably not a good sign. Yeah, especially if the game, you know, does poorly, and you think, like, in a year, oh, I'm going to pick this up for 10 bucks, and, oh, in a month or two, the servers go down, and this game has to be always online. So yeah, EA has a pretty pretty big habit of pulling recent games off servers. So yeah, yeah. this really seems like a game you want to get in the if you're part of the EA access thing on the Xbox One, you probably want to pick it up once that goes into what they call library and just play it for free as long as you have access to the EA access program. Mm. But it isn't out officially oh, yeah. yet. Everybody, you can if you're already part of the access thing. There's no reason not to try it. You can play the game for ten hours. That's pretty decent. But seems like it might be more than enough for us. Yeah, for most players, yeah. Which makes essentially the game a little bit quote unquote free. So yeah, that's that's pretty good. But so far, reception mm-hmm. has not been great. No. <laughs> and hearing from you, Earl, you didn't even know there was a new one. So yeah, they did a very good job this year. Shimu 1, 2, and 3. Sega secondary release 1 and 2, which makes a ton of sense from a business standpoint. Uh, would you do that closer to Shimu 3, or do it now while the iron's hot? do it now and people want another re-release by the time the third one comes out so you'll <laughs> wait yeah, no, I'm serious like Shenmue 3 is going to take like five five years or something like that so yeah they'll they'll wait if they're smart 
Okay. Uh, wait, mm-hmm. did you say five years? Oh, uh, oh, I think at least, yeah. Five years from now, yeah. That seems uh, rather pessimistic. I don't think so. I am pretty pessimistic about this. Uh, yeah, about but I game. mean, that would, that, that would kind of mean not even hitting this generation. I mean, or the till end. Because we're already, what, two years for, into this? Yeah, for Japan standards, that's pretty normal. Yeah. <laughs> they they love releasing PS3 games now, so I seem to have no problem with that now. I really think it's going to take this long. It's like they have so much aspiration, and, and they want so much with this game, but... I don't think they can pull it off. And it will need more time than they say they need. It just will. Oh, I'm sure they'll need more time than they will. Uh, somebody pointed out today that there was a update to 90s Arcade Racer. And if you look at their Kickstarter page, I think it was originally the promise for December 2013. Yeah. So, <laughs> almost everybody kind of over-promises on their release date for Kickstarter. Sure, and, um, and Sony's helping, so maybe they're helping with you know testing builds and having deadlines and stuff like that. But still, they're pretty independent, so yeah. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Batman Arkham Knight for PC still busted. Um, uh, in fact, so busted that, that Warner still allows people to get refunds. Yes, and I believe that they for early adopters they are giving you the benefit of playing every other good game in the franchise on your PC. The only problem with that, I would imagine, is if you bought Batman Arkham Knight, I assume you played the other three games already. Yeah, Most. this is probably yeah, especially the first two. I can't believe the people on the PC are coming in fresh with this one. It's like, maybe, but I doubt it. Okay. Yeah, well, we shall see. But you take it off the market for, f- what, five months? And it comes back and it's no better. Okay. Well, it, I'm assuming it's, it's better. It's somewhat still. better. But yeah, it's somewhat, better, but it's yeah. still busted. Um. Okay, so switching gears real quick. I, I heard, like, funny stuff like, People being told, like, yeah, you just need to have 12 gigabytes of RAM, then it runs fine. <laughs> just, so just get more RAM. <laughs> uh, yeah, more RAM. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, Sounds like end. a 90s joke. Yes, it's a, um, to, it's a home improvement joke. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on to the other side of the spectrum, we um, Nintendo had their... F- uh, financial meeting this week, and I guess the big news for people was the announcement of. Well, there was several announcements, but the big one was the announcement of Mitomo. Mitomo, yeah, Mitomo. Yeah, which is a thing. Like, I mean, the closest thing I can think of is like, oh, we have Tomodachi Life. Let's make that into a mobile app. But with that, even without that doesn't seem to be it. <laughs> All, well, I, all so far, that it sounds like it's a messaging app for people yeah. who don't want to message. Well, I mean, to be fair, I don't understand why there's a market for it, but there is a market for it. Um, is there? Yeah, because I mean, ninety-five percent of people in Japan l- l- use Lime to message and play games and post stickers. So well, okay, even maybe for the home hometown, it's even the home country, it's not really. A communications app. Yeah, you you come into a market that is dominated by oh, WhatsApp, Line, and that's Facebook. What 
Well, that's what I meant. Like, there's a market for people who, for some reason, want a messenger that they don't have to use their messenger for. But it's a very dominated market. Like you said, there's Keek, there's WhatsApp, there's Zine, there's Snapchat technically does that now. Um, Hangout from Google does it. Um, Facebook, just Facebook. Facebook does it. Yeah, there's enough messengers. And, like... Even with that quote-unquote Nintendo charm and the Miis and stuff like that, it's still like there are other apps where you can use avatars or you can use a bunch of goofy things for standings for yourself. So it's one of those things where it's like it makes sense to kind of try to average the Miis in some fashion because they aren't a brand like Mario or Zelda where it's like, oh, the next Mario game is going to be on mobile. But I don't necessarily think a chat app is something that we're dying for right now. Especially it's, it's for Japan, Lime. Yeah. It's not something I look at and I'm like, that's something I need, or Want? that's something I want to use and convince all my friends who are already using the same thing I'm using of it, so we switch to that or something. That's stupid. No one is going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, if it works like Street Pass and it works something like while well, you don't actually need to do anything, that's pretty cool. But it still has to hook into something. It can't just be Street Passes and this like with nothing. Like, oh, I passed two people today who also use this app. Okay. Yeah, and again, there's some novelty in that, but it's like, like okay, on paper, like who does this appeal to? Because most Die-hard Nintendo fans don't really care about the Miis. And most people who have mobile devices probably already have a chat app they use. Yeah. And prefer. And chat apps that I'm already assuming, because I always feel worse when it comes to me, that probably are way more feature-rich. Because I already don't like that. That Nintendo will be like, yeah, sure, you can send photos to each other and videos and voice messages and stuff like that. Nintendo will be, oh fuck, no. <laughs> well, I think, yeah. I think I think they would allow that because I think they're going to if they have this system in place where you like how it is on the Wii U and to a certain extent their previous system, you have to befriend the other person too. <laughs> so it's one it's also that's a redundancy though, because part of the appeal of these chat apps is that you can speak to somebody without necessarily knowing them. Yeah. yeah. So we shall see. Um and I do also think surprised that after saying for six plus months it comes out this year and now it's due in March. It's a pretty yeah. big delay. Yeah, I was gonna say that for something like this. Yeah, I think I, 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 the cynical, the cynic in me would say I think part of it is because they're actually doing well. I think because I think Amiibos probably took off better than they expected. Like this oh, is yeah. the like they made money last year, but I believe this is the first time in quite some time that they've actually made money in in, in like, a, like a quarter and not just yes, the overall year. Yeah, so for them, it's like we have games coming out. Um, it's not a really stellar holiday line for them, but they have games. But this, out. yeah, this whole this I want to mention this holiday isn't that great, you know? It's like they'll probably do well, but not do as well as they might expect. Most preview for most previews for this fall false lineup is pretty weak so far. So, I I I think everybody has a terrible lineup this year, but that's me. Um, but yeah, it's um, it's. 
it's it it I mean, I was gonna joke that they can't even launch their mobile games today without a delay, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it it's also weird that they did they they announced the delay during the actual financial meeting, but they announced the game during the side. So it's like it's not even like okay, there's a delay, but here's the first game. It's like here's a delay and now we're at it. Oh, here's the game. That people you found when they were going through the sites that were released after the event. Which, I mean, it was an event, it was an investors conference, but, you know, news gets out there. Um, yeah, and we talked did, about this, like, five months ago, is like what we were planning on. It's like, when they, when are they going to, have they, have they, will they do a announced game, have a window of promotion, and then releasing it? Or is it a announced game, and it's out right now? It's like, like most mobile games these days. It's like, what is the structure that they're going for? As I did expect a structure where they would announce it with a delay. That still is pretty strange. Oh, yeah, and the other, I guess, other big thing is this is also a free-to-play app. So there will be some microtransactions in it. I don't think they detail what those are. They'll probably be like the ones they use in Lime Japan, and you can pay for stickers and stuff like that. Which is also really weird when you think about it, because they just started supporting that app with stickers from their games. Yes, and pretty heavily, and it's really popular in Japan. Yeah, so and I, they I don't get. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, it's it's a weird. I mean, let's be honest; they're always a weird company. Sure. But it's a it's a it's an odd odd decision across the board. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, Stranger Things have yet to success for people. A little interesting tidbit is that they say this was the one that was free to play, but the next few are more game-like. Will be uh, pay Premium, once and oh yeah. yeah, pay once and own the game, and that's it. Maybe down the line, some transactions inside the game. So most games will be pay once and have the game. So that's interesting tidbit. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. I- Okay, we'll do this, and then uh, we'll touch on the other thing real quick. Uh, they also announced the Nintendo account, which I have to say, <laughs> super generic on-the-nose name, but I also feel like this is kind of a reaction to the Wii U makes no sense, the 3DS is confusing, so Nintendo's like, okay, you know, the next thing we're going to do, we're really just going to name it what it is, so people have no issue with what it is. Yeah, and it's also pla- platform agnostic, so people do realize that you can log in from anywhere, because... Most people don't even realize now that you can log in via the browser on your PC or your mobile device in your Nintendo account right now and do stuff. Like most people don't know that. So with this kind of non-branding attached to hardware, maybe they realize you can do stuff outside of the hardware. Yeah, and I think and I think part of that is that this is I could be wrong. This is the first time you can register for a Nintendo thing with you don't you can register with your Nintendo ID, you can register with your Facebook account, your Twitter account, Google or your email account. So there are plenty of it's I mean it's basically like any social media account. You don't necessarily need Welcome to 2015. Woohoo. Yeah. You don't I mean to be I think Microsoft you still have to I could be wrong. I thought you had to sign up with a Microsoft account. Yeah, sure. Before that, Hotmail, and now Hotmail is integrated for in a few years inside of Microsoft accounts slash Outlook yeah. accounts. But yeah, yeah. but people um, know people knew that already before attaching it to your to your Xbox Live thing by using it on the, your browser and especially in Europe on the MSN Messenger stuff, and they knew that outside of that hardware name and brand. Yeah, I mean, for us, I think the big part of the Nintendo... There's two big parts of the Nintendo account. The first is that it's going to allow cloud storage of your characters between, I guess, between your consoles and your mobile games, depending on 
what those end up being and whenever those drop. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is they announced the Club Nintendo replacement, which is My Nintendo, which is essentially rewards program. Yeah, it's still Club Nintendo. It's just, um, it's cha- I guess it's changing the baseline where instead of just being a straight up reward system for buying games, you also get rewarded for playing games, and I think get discounts on owning multiple games. So it's a more, I guess, more dynamic system in place. I'm yeah, you probably sure you can what. imagine. Yeah, you can imagine why it needed any rebranding. I think I assume the only reason they needed a rebranding was because I think they want to bring everything under one umbrella. Like, yes, in theory, you could have just merged your Club Nintendo account with your Nintendo ID, but I guess they just want to start fresh with that because yeah, like they, you know, like um, Peach was saying, you can log in to your Nintendo ID on web browsers, but it wasn't the same ID that you used for Club Nintendo, and then. And maybe this maybe this won't be true. The other thing was Club Nintendo was regional. So you had an American Club Nintendo, you had a European Club Nintendo, you had a Japanese Club Nintendo. I'm assuming with my Nintendo that some of this stuff will become more global. Not necessarily the prizes because there are still the logistical issues, but I think some of the stuff like being able to down, win downloadable content and stuff like that would become more global and this would become a more global system and setup instead of One just like... One would hope so, yeah. Fingers crossed, like, you know, there's always there's always a Nintendo factor to factor in. That is awfully optimistic of you. Yeah, and, it, and what I truly, truly want is them to separate owning software from hardware. That is my big, biggest pet peeve of going anything digital. Why I have bought like two virtual consoles on two generations and nothing digital besides those things because I just don't trust them to have my licenses attached to my account yet, so I really want them to fix that, and then I'll start using their digital services far more. Yeah, yeah. Um, was there anything else that came out of this um, investors meeting that stands out? Oh, they... <sighs> the Wii U says, like, shit. It was a better year for them. It's still awful, but... It's I mean, at this absolutely point, awful. Yeah, at this point, I think we are... I mean, I guess you're insane. I don't think anybody's expecting anything major to come out of the Wii U. Um, oh, I, I'm just, I'm just saying it because I want to mock the people who are like, "Hey, look, it now sold more than the Dreamcast." Well, <laughs> it took an extra year to actually reach that. Well, I would also point out, and this is one of my giant pet peeves with a lot of things. It's not a straight one-to-one conversion. Because by the time the Dreamcast, by the time the Dreamcast was pulled off the market, you got it for fifty bucks for like ten yeah. games attached. But either way, it's not an achievement. It's, oh, it's not an achievement. I don't think I don't think it's an achievement at all. But I also thought it was always stupid to compare it with the Dreamcast. Yeah. One, Nintendo's not going out of business. <laughs> yeah. Two, like I said, I got my Dreamcast in twenty in two thousand, a year after it launched, for a hundred bucks with NBA two K and Virtual Tennis. And you were ripped off. You could get it for fifty. <laughs> if I had waited until like that January, it would have been like fifty bucks. Yes. I, the, great, Dreamcast is a great machine, and you got a great deal on that. Actually, yeah, it uh, was yeah. a fantastic deal. The problem, again, the problem is, and you know, I've mo- noted this before as a downside of Nintendo and the Wii U. The Wii U still at the same price it launched that three years ago. Which yeah, is, we yeah. we talked about that a few weeks ago. Like yeah. we talked about the benefit of them dropping the price. It's like. Do you actually get any more audience with that? Yeah, because like the Dreamcast selling for fifty bucks didn't save the Dreamcast. Yeah, so nothing uh, is going to save a Wii U at this. Oh, nothing. No, nothing. And is, I hate no. that people still 
you believe that, that something there is something to save. There there is nothing to save in a company that's making I, a profit now. Yeah, I think it's at the end of the day it won't go down as Nintendo's best system. I think it's a system worth owning, maybe not at three hundred bucks. But it's, 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 I just want to say it's the the thing is with a Wii U is you cannot save it. What all they're doing right now is trying to get as as much uh, profit out of it out of as it, possible yeah. for the time it has left. That and I think they are trying to keep some goodwill because you can look at what Nintendo's doing with Wii U and what Sony's doing with the PlayStation Vita, and you know it, it's some of it is half ass. Like we we'll, we. We'll, we'll, not well, not touching it, but the Mario Tennis previews that came out. Oh this week, boy! Yeah, <laughs> so that's that's the that's the definition played, of a title. I played title. that game seven months ago, and it doesn't look any better than what I've played seven months ago. Yeah, so that's the definition of a title. But like, at least they're still supporting their system with new games, even though most people would have written it off two years ago. Most people did write it off two years ago. Um, so yes, I do think there's some. Um, Stupid, but there's some novelty in that. At least you know that. Yes, even if the next system comes out and bombs, there'll still be games on it until the dying days. Um, speaking of, one of the, I'm going to put it in quotes, controversies of this week is that one of the costumes in Xenoblade Chronicle X has been changed for its Western release. So a 13-year-old will not be wearing what looks like a string bikini anymore. And people are upset at this. I'm going to put this in quotes as well. Censorship. Um, I just thought the original costume looked absolutely embarrassing. I'm glad it's gone. Yeah, I I, 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 I don't care about the costume. Um, The the defenses are stupid. I would just say to me, and I could be completely wrong. I don't consider it censorship. It's 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 Nintendo saying it's like localizing. Okay, That's yeah. what I would really call it's, localizing. It's, yeah, it's not it's not like it's it's not like somebody's pressure Nintendo to do this. Nintendo's like, you know what? This won't go over in the West. We'll change it. The same way we don't keep all the same holidays in a, like Animal Crossing across Japan, Europe, and the states because we all have different traditions and different di- like people say it's weird that you localize a game for like Europe and America. But Americans speak differently than Europeans do. Especially around... The, the, we don't even want to discuss the age thing right now, but especially around sex. It's all like... They don't want to end up at Fox News or something like that. Yeah, exactly. So they want to avoid so, that as much as possible. So yes, the people shouting censorship... It's censorship in a way, but it's not... I don't, I, I don't necessarily think censorship is evil if it's done for a good reason. But it's not... And outside, it's not like it's not Fox News. It's not like Moms Against Violence or something like that. It's Nintendo saying like this isn't what American. Okay, to be fair, there is a contingency of people who want that stuff because they are defending this with their dying breaths. But and that's the other side of the discussion. This game will sell how many X copies and how many X copies is are there to be sold outside of that group that is really focused on that stuff and wants that already. That's that's also part of it. Yeah, I, I mean, it's it's yeah, it doesn't. Like, I don't think this hurts or helps the game in either way. I think it was just a tasting because we are and okay, I'm like I, I we are prudes about sex in the West, but I don't want to say that like oh this you is, are prudes in the West, uh, you are prudes in America. We are not prudes in Europe. <laughs> you but, folks are thank you. No, 
Uh-huh. Not about sex. But, but, but yes. still, no no one looks at a 13-year-old and wants to see a 13-year-old in a string bikini. Thank you. Yes, okay. yes. Well, I probably like to see that, but those people are not to be accommodated here. Yeah. And I think <laughs> Thank that's you. the thing. It's like, in there, and here's the funny thing, at least to me, it's like, honestly speaking, because this is one of the defenses, it's like, like you have to manually put the costume on so you're not a pervert. But my thing is, is if somebody didn't draw attention to this, nobody would have known. So I don't get that why you make oh it's censorship. Like it, you said, it's a it's an optional costume as it is. So why do you care? Like this is in better taste, and she's still thirteen. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. I've seen so uh, the gaffer on this was disgusting. I will just say that. Um, the, same, the same people that are like all up in arms about this change are the same people who enjoy their creepy ancient Vida strength Vida that look like 10 year olds I don't know <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah um, I think that's it is there anything else you folks want to talk about this week I don't think there's really anything else that happened, right? It was just Paris Games Week and Nintendo stuff, and that was basically it. Yeah. Uh, the week coming up is not as big. I don't think there's anything on... Oh! Oh! Wait, 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 wait. The other big thing from Nintendo this week was yes. the Mario Maker update. Oh, okay. Which is adding, well, one, my big thing is that it's adding um, progressive power-ups, which I was really surprised that was missing out in the original game. That's true. That's something I also wondered about when I saw it game. Yes, so for those who don't know, which is really weird, it's just the system that if you have a magic mushroom already and you hit a block, instead of getting a mushroom again, you'll get a fire flower or a cape or whatever. And I was worried because you had to manually either put in a fire flower or a mushroom at the boxes. So if you, if you play certain Mario games, there's certain parts where you can get through easier with a fire flower, but you'd have to be big to get there. Well, here it's like you just have to assume that the person has to get a fire flower here so you can make more um, complicated devils with that in mind. The other one is the one everybody else was complaining about. Checkpoints. <laughs> yes, this game is adding checkpoints. And... To be fair, you have to also beat... I think... I don't know if you have to beat both their vim, but you have to be able to beat the the stage from the checkpoint on. Yes, that's true. And you can place... Uh, Nintendo Europe confirmed that you can place uh, two uh, inside of a, a level, but uh, one in each area. So a warp pipe to another area can have another checkpoint, but not two checkpoints in one warp pipe area, basically. Yes. Um, so... Those are, those are the big gameplay updates. The other updates are... You the get, fly squatting game. Yes, you get an advanced version of a fly squatting game. And I think the other one, which is kind of nifty, is that you they'll also start showcasing uh, developer-created stages in a separate mode. So you have... You can actually have good Mario stages. Well... One's designed by professionals. That may not necessarily That's something mean something different. Yeah, good. yeah. Okay. You can recognize the developers who will first, firstly be from Nintendo and then outside of the company. So yeah. Yeah. So all in all, some really solid updates for this, and it comes out I think this Wednesday yeah. or Thursday. Yeah, this week. Yeah. So um, check that out. It's another reason. Like now, all you have to do is find is just give me a way to rank the the maps that are absolute crap. So I never have to see them again. <laughs> Filters. And just filter. 
No, I want to mark the ones that are SEO crap so nobody else has to see them. <laughs> um, well, at least updates are coming. That was always the big question coming, uh, like starting from E3. It's like, will this game have any updates? Like, how this will how will this be received? Uh, at least now that we know that updates are coming, so we can expect more in the future. Yeah, this is awesome. Yeah, and I think one of the big things with that is I, I well not big things. I think it. Well, I don't expect like, these. Are not minor updates there. I think the first two are very major. But I don't expect some of the stuff other people want. Like I don't expect soap, cur- soap surfaces. I think that's just a bunch of physics that they don't want to deal with. Where this is just like put in a marker to say continue from here, which is mm-hmm. basically just text. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I, and I mean, it's another reason for them to push Mario Maker into November because, as you noted before, Mario Tennis ain't cutting it. No, 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 no. This uh, the Star Fox delay really hurt them in 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 terms of saying like, what, what do you want to pick up this fall? I don't know if it hurt. I didn't care for it. So yeah, I was about to say. I mean, I guess me and Martin are. But I was about to say, I like Star Fox would have been a brand, but I don't think Star Fox is that big of a franchise for. People no, that. that's true. That's absolutely true. I think the big problem is like there isn't a ton of component middle little games. Or there isn't enough. Like I think like, the big game for me from them this year is Xenoblade, which is still out in December. But I think one of the problems with that was the anticipation of that kind of drained once the Japanese version came out. It's like it's been out Very true, yeah. for seven months. And it's the same thing with Yoshi, which I'm playing Yoshi and I'm enjoying Yoshi. But for you folks, that was out over the summer. Uh, yeah. End of May. Yeah. Whatever. Summer. And then, you know, like there's stuff like Devil's Third, which is Devil's Third. which also came out the end of August yeah yeah and that's uh, that's the thing if it was still if it was an unknown quantity you can get excited for it even though you know I think some people on here like Martin have always been iffy on it but that's because it's bad but okay yes but yes but if you didn't know there was still the chance that maybe it could turn out well well now it's like yeah it's a terrible game and we all know it no it wouldn't but but okay (laughs) but we still have to wait for it (laughs) sure sure Okay, so, yes, we'll be back in possibly two weeks. I don't know if any major games coming out this week. We shall see. Maybe we'll come back and talk about wrestling games, because <laughs> that's the thing. No, because then I'm going to spend an hour ranting about the fact that I hate that wrestling games come out in October and not in March. Um, we have time to play them, yeah. Yeah, okay. So, for uh, P3, Martin, and myself, this has been Dual Wilden for the week of November 2nd, 2015. Bye, all. Thank you.